crypto, play-to-earn gaming is going to be huge. Illuvium wants to be a big part of that. Let's take a look at the crypto gaming project called Illuvium. Hey everybody, welcome to the Crypto Masters podcast, helping the general public master an understanding of crypto assets. My name is Brian. And my name is Ross. And we are the, the Crypto, crypto Masters. Masters. All right, today we are going to talk about another gaming project, which is very exciting. But first we want to say, remember, the crypto masters are long-term investors. So this is not short-term or trading advice. And as always, we like to tell you we are not financial advisors. And this show should not be meant as financial advice. But That's right. I think we've got all the housekeeping items <laughs> out of the way, Brian. Let's jump in. Let's it get it. Because... Everybody knows if they've watched the listened to the podcast or watched the YouTube that we are excited about crypto play to earn gaming. Oh yeah. And Alluvium oh, yeah. wants to be the first blockchain based AAA game that has high fidelity graphics and addictive gameplay. So in the gaming industry, Ross, as you know, a AAA game is one with, with the highest level of quality and graphics and gameplay. And some gamers argue that there's not yet been a crypto play-to-earn game to reach that quality level. But they're saying maybe Alluvium will be the first. Yeah, Alluvium's got that chance. And, you know, having a AAA-rated game is something we've kind of talked about or touched on before. But, um, you know, what is Alluvium? Alluvium is a decentralized NFT collection and a battle game built on the Ethereum network and is integrated with hyperscalable Immutable X Layer 2 Solution. And so, yeah, Immutable X allows the players of Alluvium to have zero gas fees for minting or exchanging assets, as well as super fast transaction times. Yep. Yeah, I'm okay with that. No, that's a big deal. The, the, <laughs> yeah. the Layer 2 aspect of it is, uh, is going to be really nice. Yeah, and, you know, we've seen Layer 2 before. Classic example for scalability in a you know, the blockchain space. Yeah, and affordable fees. You know, you don't have all the gas. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, as a blockchain game, Alluvium allows the users to maintain custody of his or her assets, including tokens and NFTs. And the goal of Alluvium is really to make a, a collectible NFT game that is open, transparent, and governed by the community. All right. Let's touch on gameplay. All right, so Alluvium is a MMORPG game. As you know, a massively <laughs> multiplayer online role-playing game. Um, RPG, the, it's a classic, Brian. It's, it's an classic. RPG, but it's an MMORPG. Yeah. Um, that also, in this case, because it's blockchain, utilizes NFTs. So that's pretty cool. I mean, there's, there's MMORPGs out there, you know, have been for years in the gaming world, but now this is one in the... Uh, in the in the blockchain world and of course as we talked about before you can get the benefit of owning nfts in a blockchain game which you can't get otherwise exactly yeah. so in the gameplay players can explore it's a fantasy world with various regions where alluvials um which are kind of like you know monsters or creatures uh they mm -hmm. they dwell mm -hmm. and the player tries to capture them to form a team to then fight and the setting for the game is a type of spaceship wreck. That's kind of the backstory. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah. a spaceship wreck that strands the player on a on a shattered world with a treacherous terrain that is locked <laughs> on all sides by crystallized oceans. So you got to have the backstory. Oh yeah, if you, 
To me, so there's a lot of similarities to Pokemon and card and deck battles, um, but also with this, you know, adventure world, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah. So the game is not yet live as of the date of this uh, podcast, but there have been, uh, there has been a limited beta version that's been active for several months and it's on PC only. Um, A potential beta tester must apply for the beta, but I've, as I understand it, your chances of being selected are not very high. I was going to go through the application process, but I haven't. Yeah, Brian, I was about to butt in there. You know, you can apply, but good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not high chances of getting that uh, elusive beta tester. But the gameplay has also, uh, it also involves quests to acquire in-game items and capture creatures, uh, as you mentioned before, known as alluvials. Uh, but all in-game collectibles are NFTs, like you've previously mentioned, that can be stored in a wallet and have a real value to the player. Um, you know, unlike any other uh, kind of multiplayer game we've seen before, yeah. that that's kind of what you can buy uh, the skin. Crypto you can buy the skin, but you don't really own it. You can't do it. You can't take it with it. You can't sell oh, it. Yeah. When people stop playing the game, it's it's stuck in there, and yeah. and this is uh, the beauty of crypto gaming, folks. But uh, each of the alluvials have has its own set of affinities and characteristics which each either complement or clash with one another another depending on how they uh, are employed in the game but players will need to use combinations of alluvials to defeat the other team's alluvials squad and win the match um, and these are just some of the examples of, of, of the alluvials uh, that you can pick during the game or that are involved in the game there's a fighter a rogue a guardian and then uh, alluvium class classes include water, fire, nature, earth, and air. Mm-hmm. So yeah, kind of like that Avatar show, you know, the yeah. Last Airbender type deal. We have um, seen that kind of thing before. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty common. But uh, and yeah, there there can also be a, a fusion of alluvials, so that two alluvials of different classes and affinities can be a coupled uh, to develop a different alluvial with different strengths. That sounds, so, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm sure, you know, once this game comes out, there's going to be some people like, you know, if you, if you combine these two, they're super powerful against right. X, Y, Z, you know, all that stuff. But yeah, you know, it we're sort of adds another now. layer maybe. Of, of yeah. It's kind of that strategy aspect, you know, it's not just mindless playing. Um, but yeah, players will want uh, mint new alluvials as NFTs, of course. And, that's just the beauty of uh, blockchain gaming, folks. Yeah. Well, okay. So it, we've talked about, you know, I mentioned a little bit about the backstory where you're on this planet and then you, you kind of roam around. Um, so in addition to the adventuring where the players do that, they explore the, the world and capture the alluvials, there will be a battle arenas. And in battle arenas, alluvials or players uh, can fight each other in battles, and then they can level up their skills by using their weapons and their armor to increase their chances of winning. The player has a deck at the bottom of the screen. We're going to talk about this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and choose, you know, you can choose your available alluvials that you want to battle. And, of course, those are based on the strengths and characteristics of your team, you know, your deck. But you can also then see your opponent's strengths and characteristics and classes and you know based on that you sort of choose the ones that you think will have the best chance and so this will be familiar to those who've played uh, deck battle games like pokemon Mm -hmm. um and but after the cards are selected the animated alluvials of the card actually enter into the arena and engage in the battle 
against opposing alluvials. And we'll, we'll show some of that on here, and we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Um, another interesting aspect of this, though, Ross, is that other players can actually place bets on the matches. Oh, yeah. yeah. As a guy that just returned from Vegas, Brian, <laughs> I like that aspect. I like it a lot. <laughs> well, I have, um, you know, my, my good friend Monica is she and her husband are very much into uh, Pokemon card battles. And oh, so okay. I know a little bit about that um, based on what, you know, I've seen her do. Um, and it seems to me that this has a, an aspect of that. Um, so we're, we're going to get to this, but it's not, you know, like you said, it's in beta. The live version hasn't been released yet. But there have been some videos released that has, have actually shown the battle um aspect of it sort of in real real time uh-huh. so yeah. that that seems that to me reminds me of because it's, it's also an auto battle which means that you you pick your cards and then they just play based on those strengths you're not actually um pressing buttons or doing anything they're just doing it based on their own strengths and characteristics uh-huh yeah and one thing we'll include in the description of this video or you know the podcast if you listen to the podcast is the two founders recently just had a battle of them uh yeah. on their own where they uh wagered a million dollars uh and went head to head so if you want to check that out check out the link in the description right so. and so that was something that um really shows what the battle aspect is going to look like. And mm -hmm. so we'll, we'll have that going back here. And, and that might look familiar. I mean, it, it looks a little bit familiar to, uh, was, it, was it Pokemon uh, Pokemon Arena? Pokemon Stadium? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. for like the 64 or something. Yeah, like but I, I think maybe on those, um, the player actually maybe controlled them or whatever. But this it looks like really what you're doing is strategically selecting your cards. Uh-huh, yeah. And then based on that, boom, they, they, they go onto the arena, as you can see back here, and they actually do the battle. You're not doing anything. You're just letting your card selections play it out. Uh-huh. Which is, which is interesting. Um, what, what's not, so that's a part of it that I think we get a really good idea of what it's going to look like. The other part of the game that we talked about, the adventuring, there hasn't been that much released on that. Now, you're going to show, we're going to put back here the uh, the demo, you know, which is which is a trailer. Oh, yeah, I'll show the trailer. The, yeah, so, it's, it's yeah. more of a marketing thing. I yeah, say, yeah, you know, we, it's you've not all what seen trailers like, for all these games, right? And, uh -huh, and it's not yeah. necessarily what the game looks like. It could just be part of the story. But um, So there's, to me, at least as far as I can tell, a little bit of mystery about what the adventuring part of it is going to look like other than what you see on that little three minute trailer. Yeah. And right now, you know, we've seen, I've seen the bat, you know, we've seen the battle um, aspect of the game and that's where I'm really excited about. But I'm also curious as this adventure stage, you know, I'm a very competitive person, but <laughs> all this trailer and hype around the adventure could be pretty epic. Right. So. And, and it kind of looks to me and from what I've seen, you know, with other people uh, commenting and analyzing this, it looks like on the, uh, on the adventuring slash capture phase, so you try to capture one, and a lot of a lot of people come to mind, you know, Pokemon, where you throw the Pokeball. And, and oh yeah, uh -huh. but this looks to be a little bit like I I understand some people are um, are are guessing or, or assuming that there's there's a skill element maybe to in in the uh, in the demo it shows her shooting a gun. A gun oh, type yeah. thing, but then it launches things that looks like they try to capture. But then some other parts of the demo were analyzed, and it looks like if you maybe if you do capture them, 
you teleport to the to the battle arena. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So Ooh, so that very may much be, like Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. So then in the battle arena is when you actually battle to actually capture that particular uh, alluvial. Yeah, kind of weaken it, and then you're you yeah. got it, or and, you know, and depending like on what you have in your you know your your deck, I guess already whether you can defeat that alluvial and capture it or not. But then I think there's another aspect, like we saw on the um, uh, the founders in their battle. Um, there may be a separate battle aspect where you can battle others outside of just the capture, but I don't know. Uh-huh. There's a little bit of mystery, I think. Yeah, and of course, this is you know speculation at this point. What what various features and stuff are going to be in it? But it, I don't know. I feel fairly confident that that's going to be a pretty real aspect of it. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I mean, beta, it, so yeah, it really seems yeah. to have two aspects to it. You know, the the adventuring, which in mm-hmm. itself is fun, and, and a lot of games that's that's the main part of it right but then this also has the 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 deck battle aspect which again games are dedicated to deck battle so Uh it's kind of a a combination of the two which is is pretty interesting and and, i mean and to be honest to me it seems a lot like pokemon but you know maybe with some some other layers added to it yeah, yeah, that that's what I'm, you know, the extra layers and features which they keep hinting at, you know, we're not sure yet. That that's what's really yeah. got me excited. And we'll get into maybe some more of that later. Let's jump into the tokens. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh for Illuvium, there are two types of tokens uh in the game, and that's the ILV and the SILV. So the ILV is the native token for Illuvium and it's used for governance, voting, staking. Uh, the ILV token holders can also stake in the protocol to receive their portion of in-game revenues, and which, the, which is pretty big. I mean, the st- and the staking is already uh, live. It's already. Oh yeah, you can go. Yeah, you, you can know, stake on right Alluvium even though the game hasn't been released in live mode yet. Oh yeah, there's been some. You know, we'll get into this a little bit later, but there's been some price action for a while there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the uh, second token is the synthetic token, the SILV, the synthetic synthetic ILV token used as in-game currency for things like enhancements, skins, uh, emote, like emotes, you know, like you get a little, you defeat someone, you do a little cocky little dance or something like that. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, it can be earned by staking ILV token in the protocol. So so that's a little bit of that. Yeah. You stake your ILV and you get SILV. Um, Yeah. Which I don't, you know, I think is a fairly common for the, the games that we've talked about. They all have sort of the, uh, the governance token, which is more than governance, but I mean, it is governance. In this mm-hmm. case, it's governance, yeah. you know, and staking for the ILV. And then you have the really the uh, in game token, which in this case is the SILV. So, yeah. All right, let's talk about the tokenomics because I always talk about, talk about tokenomics. The tokenomics <laughs> guy right here. All right, so the maximum supply of ILV is 10 million, which is actually not that many. It, doesn't really matter, but you know, a lot of games have the billions or whatever. Oh, they have a ton. Yeah. Yeah. So 10 million with 7 million are already outstanding. Uh, so there were two seed rounds in this project early on where 2 million of the ILV were sold. And then the team received 1.5 million ILV. So that's 3.5 million in the early seed rounds, which is probably some venture capital. And then the team got uh, 1.5 million. Um, there was a public sale where it sold one million through a launch pad. So then the remaining four million, so that gets you to um, let's see. So it was, 
two seed rounds with two million and one point five, so that's three point five. Yeah. And then another million through launch pads, so four point five. Um, and so then the balance will be used then for yield farming, which is normal. You have to have some back for that, for the staking, you know, the in game rewards. Oh yeah. Um, you know, like a lot of the gaming tokens, there were a lot of these early sold in the seed rounds and distributed to the team. So, you know, overall, not that much was, was made available to the public, but like we've seen before in the gaming guilds and the crypto gaming, it, this seems to be fairly common for the, uh, for the tokenomics of the gaming, um, tokens to look like this. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing like crazy out of the ordinary. Maybe for a normal project. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blockchain. like it if it was a regular. That would be project. not good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know, there's more involved. Maybe I'll get in a little more in final final thoughts here. But um, okay. but yeah, if you're wondering where you can get the ILV token, you can purchase it on Uniswap, Binance, Crypto.com, Gate.io, and many other exchanges. Really, so yeah, it's out pretty there. pretty easy and common to get your hands on this one. So, want to go over the brief history. Um, the token was launched uh, back in April of 2021, and on December 31st of the same year, Alluvium's official Discord channel got fished when attackers directed users to a website claiming to be Alluvium's NFT platform, causing a whopping $150,000 in losses, which I say whopping kind of sarcastically. Yeah. That's not, not that, that crazy. Not that so, much for hacks, but, but uh -huh. the fact that it got hacked would. would yeah. Was, yeah. Exactly. Or not hacked, fished, I guess. In this yeah. Case. Fished, which, you know, that's, I would say just kind of a nature of a discord really. But, yeah. Um, so something they got to watch out for, be, but be cautious. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but one week later, the Alluvium team discovered a vulnerability in Alluvium's staking contracts, which allowed hackers to mint an unlimited amount of SILV. Yeah, not so, good. <laughs> yeah, also not good. But um, not surprisingly, this hack combined with a delay in the roadmap goals caused the price to correct. And, you know, we're talking the ILV was really gaining some traction and reached as high uh, I think it got over 1900 uh, around December 30th. Yeah, December 30th in 2021. But yeah, that, you know, all this combination of things causes a dip uh, under 500 after the, you know, attacks or uh, the hacks and delays. Um, you know, according to the roadmap on the website, the private beta was launched in the first quarter of 2022, and the public beta will be launched in the second quarter of 2022. And, you know, although it's not clear when the game will go live, um, you know, as we've seen with pretty much any software project, you know, uh, the project had announced that detailed and updated project timelines will be released soon. Yeah. So included in that, we will um, will be when the land sales will start, you know, obviously yeah. you can buy land in the game. But yeah, I saw an official announcement yeah. from from the team that, uh, you know, we're going to we're going to we're going to do this. We're going to, we're going to put our timelines out there and we're going to update it daily or, you know, regularly. So we're looking for that. I haven't seen as of the day of this podcast, I haven't seen that yet, but they've, they've said it's coming. Yeah. All right. So let me talk about the team. We always mention the team. So Alluvium has been in development since 2020 and the co-founders are brothers, Kieran Warwick and Aaron Warwick. Uh, Kieran is a serial entrepreneur and an earlier early cryptocurrency adopter, and Aaron is an experienced game designer. 
And yet, even yet another brother named Grant is involved in the Alluvium Project. I think he's the art designer. Another brother. Yeah. So wait a minute. Not all. That's not all. <laughs> if, if the name sounds familiar, it's because yet another brother, Kane Warwick, is the co-founder of DeFi platform Synthetics. So these brothers are extremely active. Now, it's not just the brothers on Alluvium. There is a team of, I've seen different figures, but uh, like 70, you know, people working on that project and you know you'll see from the graphics it's it's um it's high-end stuff so yeah there's there's a big team working on it but but those are the founders and they are experienced in the industry so that 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 sort of looks good oh yeah that is a big crypto family i have to say Brian. yeah big crypto good for them in that yeah I think right they're, on. they're australian oh right yeah. on yeah oi 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 <laughs> <laughs> so Guys, this is a uh, a part that I'm going to do a kind of like a mock price prediction uh, for Alluvium. Price prediction. Yeah, and you know we're not always the fan of price predictions because we never want anyone to kind of ride or die by a price prediction because just as we've seen with Alluvium, uh, anything can happen and you know hacks can happen. So you know, take this or as with we, a grain of as salt. As we've seen in everything, nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows. Nobody knows. So that's another. That's another topic. <laughs> That's my Tia. But if, you know, I'm going to show this back behind us here. If you go to our website, uh, thecryptomasters.com slash price at market cap, uh, you can use this tool um, for any other project. They just went to thecryptomasters.com. There's a tab where there's crypto tools, right? Oh, yeah. There's a tab for crypto tools. And then and price can, at market cap. Yeah. Yeah. So you can find it here. So the basis here is that if Alluvium or the basis of my price prediction is that if Alluvium is this going to be this triple a rated game which you know i i truly believe that that could be the case here then i'm going to use axie infinity's success kind of as a gauge so if alluvium is going to be this triple a rated game it's at least going to be as successful as axie infinity so if it would eventually get to the market cap of axie infinity right now uh-huh that's what we're they're going to show you using our uh, our uh, price yeah, tool. up yeah. behind us here. Then, price at market cap tool. Then I would predict that Alluvium could see a 12x growth from here, at right. least, at least. That All so right. if did you hit calculate? Hit calculate. Oh yeah, hit All calculate right. again. So yeah. So it's 12x. 12x. That would put at almost eight thousand dollars US. And right so, now it's about six fifty, isn't it? Yep, it is at six fifty. So go to the Crypto Masters Crypto Tools. And you can just check the price. What is the price? Yeah, the, right now the price oh, is at six fifty yeah. oh, US. Right so that wow. So it would go then when you do the market cap of Axie Infinity. What was it? It would go to almost Seven. eight thousand wow, dollars. So 8, yeah. Wow. So and I could really see it if it's going to be a triple A game. Um, you know, with the graphics, with the gameplay, with the features it's got, what is which would have more than Axie Infinity. Um, I could really, I really could see it going upwards of 8k and that's just, that's a rough price prediction right, but yeah right and, and just for me it seems i mean it, it it would be a game that i would be more interested in i think than axie infinity yeah i mean we don't know yet but from what i've what i've seen and what they've shown yeah i mm -hmm. think i'd be more interested in it. i think a lot of people would be yeah anyways all right, well, Ross, what, what do you think? Time yeah, for final thoughts? Yeah, we're kind of diving right into it already. So you, you keep going, Brian. Take all right, this momentum well, and go. So Illuvium, and, and first of all, I've said this before, but in case you haven't watched our other, our other podcasts or videos, uh, I'm a big believer in, in 
crypto play to earn gaming or um, play and earn gaming because if they're fun enough, you're going to play it anyway. But hey, if you're going to earn a little bit, cool, I'll take it. Yeah. Can't miss. We've we've talked about that before, but I just want to start that with the premise that this is going to be huge. The, the crypto play to earn gaming is going to be huge. So mm-hmm. for, for Alluvium itself, um, I mean, everything looks great. There's a bit of uh, mystery, I guess, you know what I mean? Because, um, they haven't released a whole lot. Uh, although the recent stuff that we've seen with the actual battles, I think that gives you a good idea what that aspect's going to be. The other part of the game, like we said, we don't really know that much about. So the big criticisms really of the game, uh, of, of the project are one is, you know, as I've said, the tokenomics aren't good, but Again, maybe not that out of the ordinary for this section of the market. Um, but then the, the delays, you know, and, and I mean, we've seen this before. And other crypto projects have been criticized for, for their delays. Um, but, you know, they were saying this game was going to come out in 2021. And here we are and we're in quarter two of uh, 2022 and it's still not released and don't yeah. really know when yet. But. Um, you know, to some extent, you got to understand that. That is, like you said, the nature of software often takes longer and they can give some ambitious predictions which don't come true. For but, sure. I mean, I guess for my final thoughts is, yeah, I think, you know, the crypto gaming sector is going to be so big and it looks like this is going to be a big part of that being the first AAA um, game. So, you know, with that in mind, I would say, yeah, I'm, I am. I have high hopes for this project. I hope the team delivers. And if they do, I think it's going to, I give it a big thumbs up. Right on, Brian. I mean, I, I'm totally with you here. I'm, we're both very high on crypto gaming. I mean, that target market of gamers can easily, you know, pick up and learn uh, that various aspects of, you know, buying these tokens, uh, putting it on a wallet and, you know, integrating that in the game. So I think the target market is there. Um, and just like you said, if you could, go back and play, uh, you know, Donkey Kong and earn some money. I mean, who wouldn't do that? You know, as a kid, I, I would be on there all the time, you know, and it it wouldn't have been a total waste of your time, you know, but you know, obviously it's entertaining and fun. But, uh, one point I wanted to make is that, you know, I think if we're going to have a truly a triple a rated game in crypto, um, in the crypto gaming, that is. Uh, I think we might see tokenomics similar to this, and honestly, maybe even worse. I'm kind of putting worse in italics, but you know, the team has to get paid more. Um, I, I think if we're going to really scale and see graphics like this, we, we showed it before behind us, but Alluvium's graphics look awesome. The gameplay looks so sweet, um, and I'm very excited. This might be, you know, one of the games I really pick up and yeah. try. So, well, that that is a good point. I guess to be fair for my tokenomics criticism if we want games that are going to be as good as the commercialized games we might have to tolerate this seed money you know venture capital investment because we want a really good game and that's what it takes oh yeah if we're so, gonna good point yeah if, if blockchain gaming is going to compete with the the Fortnites, the yeah. call of duties of the world you know right. um the halos you know i don't want to leave my out my halo peeps here but <laughs> yeah i think you know we've just got to give um you know, more time, more money to the team, uh, and really have an epic project. So. Yeah. Well, and one more thing I just want to add is I, I think a lot of this, from what we can tell, it will be familiar to a lot of gamers. A lot of them will be familiar with the card 
uh, play aspect, you know, with the various attributes and classes, which again, I think a lot of people are familiar with that from the Pokemon games. Um, you know, the adventuring part, there's a lot of games with that. So I think gamers are not going to have a big learning curve for this. And so that may, you know, help with early adoption of the game. I, I think we're going to see that. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, this is, you know, MMORPG is nothing new to, you know, the gamers yeah. of the world out there. Yeah. And I guess one more point I wanted to make is if they can hurry this up, that would be great. Not just because being delivering something like this earlier is better, but, and we'll get into this in Brews and Blockchain coming up soon, but there was a recent Axie Infinity Ronin Wallet hack, which we'll describe more in depth in Brews and Blockchain, but this would be an opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. A huge opportunity to time this out. And, you know, I'm not saying people are going to jump ship from Axie Infinity because of this, but it's a little chink in the Axie Infinity armor and Alluvium would be, you know, a yeah. game I would jump to if I was an Axie Infinity head. So yeah, that's just me. All right, man. Well, hey, this has been another episode of the Crypto Masters. Tune in next time. Look for us also on uh, Bruising Blockchain and social media. Yeah, guys, like and comment, subscribe below. We've got our socials below. Check out thecryptomasters.com for all the tools we showed. And yeah, stay tuned next week. Thanks, everybody.